Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com. Use promo code BILL at checkout. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt. A billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News for Tuesday, February 21st, 2000. 23 stand up for your country i hope you do that the people who run the country aren't the country okay just always keep that in mind so every every day i see public statements on the media that are not true every day of my existence because i'm all over the place watching and nothing happens to those who mislead us nothing They can go on there and they can lie, 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 lie. Now, Fox News has been pilliard because of its um, coverage of election fraud. And we went into that deeply yesterday. Okay, if you missed the show and you're a premium or concierge, remember, you can get anytime you want. Uh, Transcripts are available to you as well. But we went into that, and I think in a very fair way. Um, But last night. Something happened on MSNBC, which was absolutely incredible. And that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. So President Biden goes to Ukraine and we uh, supported that. Uh, And the story was of worldwide interest. Um, But NBC last night allowed this. Go. 
And if you compare and contrast Donald Trump, Donald Trump was afraid to go to Afghanistan. What you're seeing today was the president of the United States showing valid, real, authentic courage to show the rest of the world that the United States was not going anywhere in this battle against war criminals who want to take over a sovereign nation. Okay, well, that's not true. So on November 28, 2019, not that long ago, President Trump visited Afghanistan. And I don't know whether former Senator McCaskill knows that, but certainly the moderator, Nicole Wallace, should have. All right. But no, no correction, nothing. So McCaskill lies about Trump not going to Afghanistan. And it's startling to me because Trump was pretty flamboyant about his trip. Roll the tape. Uh, I want to thank uh, all of the Afghan and Stanian troops. We have a lot of them here, actually. We have a number of them standing around saying hello and waving, and we appreciate it. And I also say to you, just at ease, let's just enjoy ourselves for a couple of minutes. I'm going to introduce a few people. But there's nowhere I'd rather celebrate this Thanksgiving than right here with the toughest, strongest, best and bravest warriors on the face of the earth. You are indeed that. All right. So it's not like that was some kind of casual occurrence. Everybody saw it. It was covered. Yet you have a former senator of the United States going on NBC lying directly to the audience, and there is no correction, nothing happens, the moderator sits there and says nothing. Okay, now, when you see this every day, and I do, as I said, the story about Fox takes on a different context, which I explained in great detail yesterday. Because all of these operations, every single television news operation, is no longer in business, to be honest. It's in business to make money, to pander to an audience. This is what I said on News Nation last night. So my news operation has a lot of conservative people that watch it. They wanted to believe the election was a fraud. But I told them directly, you can free to believe whatever you want to believe. To this day, Trump believes that election was a fraud. You, can, you have a constitutional right to that opinion. However, I will tell you that nothing is going to happen unless evidence is put forth by the Trump administration. And after two months, because this commentary was early January, mm -hmm. 2021. Not a shred of evidence has been put forth. That's what I told my audience. That's still true. I lost. I lost premium members. I'm sure. But I'd be damned if I'm going to mislead my audience. Because if we, who have the privilege of broadcasting to you, mislead you, that is a sin. <laughs> I mean, it, it is. We have to tell the truth. And we don't in this country, generally speaking. And it has weakened. It has weakened our society. It has weakened our democracy. It has weakened our voting patterns. I can't even explain to you how much it has weakened us as a nation. But this constant deceit 
for money. That's what drives it. Ah. Anyway, that's the memo. Um, President Biden uh, is in Poland and, uh, you know, I, I, I'm glad he's there. Uh, Putin is a menace to the world. He's an evil person. Uh, the United States has got to be in the lead to stand up to him. And so far we are. Um, and here's what Biden said today. Go. One year ago, the world was bracing for the fall of Kiev. Well, I just come from a visit to Kiev, and I can report Kiev stands strong. <laughs> Kiev stands proud. It stands tall. And most important, it stands free. Now, the actual invasion anniversary is this Friday, February 24th. So inside Russia, Putin gives a two-hour speech um, today. And in the speech, uh, he uh, suspends the Strategic Offensive Arms Treaty, which had been in uh, play since 2010. I don't really know why. I guess he's trying to send a message that he'll use nukes, but then he says he won't use nukes. You know, the guy is all over the place. Uh, But he did say the elites of the West do not hide their purpose. That is, they intend to transform a local conflict into a phase of global confrontation. So he's basically calling the United States and NATO warmongers. Okay. Uh, You know, okay. He can say whatever he wants. But the key is this. There are 1,000 Russian casualties every day, according to British intelligence. And that British intelligence is the only place right now where I'm getting information. U.S. intelligence, I don't know what they're doing, but I'm not getting any information out of them. More Russians have been killed in Ukraine in a year than were killed, Americans killed in Vietnam in 10 years. Um, so, you know, this is a catastrophe. Russian economy, it's a subsistence economy because most people don't have anything anyway, but I hear that it's not going well, but I don't know. It drives me crazy. So I asked Brent Sadler, who is a senior research fellow at the Heritage Foundation, um, and he follows uh, these things very closely around the globe, uh, to come on on and give us what he knows, how he knows it, and what he thinks. Brent, thanks for helping us out. So, Putin, um, can you put him into context for us today? Yes. Uh, well, I think also a little context on the Russian people, a little insight that, that I think will go a long way. Uh, Putin, of course, I mean, this speech that he gave is classic Putin. I mean, you know, hours long, covering a lot of histrionics to, to rationalize his position and quite frankly, a lot of it most Russians grew up with and kind of it resonates with them, unfortunately. But that doesn't mean that most Russians are still support Putin as their leader. There is a growing animosity and I'd say fear of where he's leading Russia. Uh, just to give you some some what reality is for, for Russian males, notably because they especially are of age of being conscripted into the military. If you go out of your house or your apartment to go to the convenience store or to go out and meet friends for a coffee, uh, you're liable to be visited by Russian police who may issue you a document and you have 24 hours to report to the police station and eventual recruitment to be moved off to fight in Ukraine. 
And so you've got people holed up inside their houses or those that had the wherewithal have vacated the country long ago. And so there's this fear that's, that's permeating throughout Russian society right now uh, and also apprehension about the direction. They don't know where this is going to lead and they feel increasingly that Putin is acting out like a cornered animal. And, and that's very dangerous. Now, there are some that speculate that he could collapse and there'd be a new regime or that Russia would fragment. I'm not in that camp. I don't see anything that would indicate that. But when it does happen, it'll be quick. It won't be something they'll be able to predict. Uh, and I would probably be triggered by failure on the battlefield, rather significant one. So if his winter offensive stalls and looks like abject failure, which the odds are it could, um, because he's throwing more conscripts into a meat grinder, he may find his support, his powerful supporters, his oligarchs may turn on him. And then that could end in a palace, palace coup. And you might see a change of regime in only that circumstance, I think. All right. Well, the military would have to do it. Um, the Russian people don't have any power at all uh, because the centralized government out of Moscow with a big, strong secret police um, that if you get out of line, they come and take you away, as uh, Buffalo Springfield once sang. Um, so the, the people are afraid. Um, but I hear that the sanctions uh, have really hurt the ability of the Russian people to live day by day. Is that true? It's bit, a bit, bit more nuanced. I'd say most Russians, before the war even started, really didn't live a real uh, international lifestyle. They didn't have access to a lot of the Western quality items. It's really the, the upper middle class and the upper class in Russia, a small portion of the population, that we become familiar with, the globetrotters, the ones spending big spenders. That's a fraction of the Russian population, but the vast majority of Russians living in rural uh, Siberia or in, across Russia, they don't have any access to that. They certainly don't have access to international news. They have only what they've been told by their government or their local uh, uh, authorities. And, and so quite frankly, their lifestyle hasn't been changed too much. But what I will say, is it's unavoidable for most of those Russians even to pass by the graveyards and not see large numbers of fresh graves. It's another site that's become far too common. It was something also that happened during the Afghan experience of the late Soviet Union. And so to say public support is a foregone conclusion, uh, I'm not so sure. Okay. Now, in Russia itself, you have a uh, peasantry that's 80% of the population that live, as I said, pretty much from day to day. They're dependent on the government. Putin still has money because other people buy his oil and, and things like that. But in the battlefield situation, from what, again, it's very hard to get accurate reporting because the Ukrainians not going to give you accurate reporting and the Russians aren't going to. So now we depend on other you know, agencies that are there. But it looks to me like Russia now is flooding the zone with bodies. Putin doesn't care how many are dead. All right. And trying to push the Ukrainians back so that they'll basically negotiate. That's what I see happening. Do you see the same thing? I agree with that assessment. I think what Putin hopes to accomplish at the, at the minimum is that he forces Ukraine into a stalemate that they can't sustain and that they sue for peace at a negotiated solution that solidifies the gains that he already has made. The danger with that is it's only a pause. In a few years, we'll be back to open conflict again for some other excuse coming out of Moscow. 
but that seems to be what he's setting up as his low bar for success. Yeah, of course, his upper bar would be to break. Yeah. He's got 20% of Ukraine now, um, but it looks like that this guy is, uh, you know. But again, he believes that he is impervious to any kind of criticism or any coup. I think that he firmly believes it, even though he never goes out in public, you never see him. I mean, he's always surrounded by security and his uh, movements are very secretive. Final question for you. There are Americans who say, look, we have now uh, either spent or are going to spend a total of $150 billion on Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's driving our debt. It's, it's uh, hurting our economy. How much more can we do? When it comes to the dollars that, that we're talking about, that's actually ammunition and tanks and equipment that's going to fight the Russians. And that's actually, I think, money well spent. The, you know, Remember, the Chinese are watching and taking notes for a fight that really would be very costly to us, and that's one over Taiwan with the Chinese. And that anything that we can do that can deter or to send a message to Beijing that a war of aggression, trying to unilaterally change the borders uh, of a country, of a sovereign country, is too costly to contemplate. If we fail in that, and we fail in Ukraine, and is the current test before us, we're gonna have a much harder time with China. So the dollar value is really not the issue. It's the ability to produce munitions at numbers that the Ukrainians need. And we're learning a very sad lesson. Many of our European allies have walked away from their industrial capacity to produce munitions, as we have. And we need to fix that quick. That's a wake-up call for a, a brave new world that we're in that's very far too dangerous. Right. And so I, I set aside the dollars and look at the munitions production. Yeah, and it's cheaper if we can defeat Putin far cheaper than allowing Putin and China to run wild because we'd have to spend a hundred times that to uh, contain them. All right, Brent, thanks very much. We appreciate it as always. Um, Let's go to uh, Ohio uh, because uh, Judge won't. (laughs) Now, this is just, I can't understand this at all. I'm a logical man. So I wrote a message of the day and we encourage everybody in the morning, go to BillOReilly.com. You don't have to be a premier concierge member. The message is for everybody. And the message today says Pete Buttigieg is finished as a national politician because the guy is just so incompetent, it's stunning. So why wouldn't you, all right, 18 days, it's been 18 days since that train derailed in East Palestine. Why wouldn't you go there and just try to reassure the people We're suffering. It's an hour and a half flight from D.C. You get on a government plane. Why wouldn't you go? You're the secretary of transportation. You oversee interstate travel like the train. Why wouldn't you go? There's no explanation. None. He doesn't show up. It's like Biden at the border, Kamala at the border. They just don't bother. But for Buttigieg, what else does he have to do? I mean, what do you do all day? You don't solve the airline problems. None of those airlines who abuse customers have been held to account. None of them. And they put out fraudulent schedules. They abuse customers 
by knowing the planes wouldn't be able to take off and didn't tell them not to even mention the baggage situations and everything else. What has Buttigieg done? Nothing. Nothing. So he's through because even the dumbest voter has got to know what happened here. Now, I say this in in the memo um, that I wrote today, and it might be harsh, um, but this is an affirmative action hire, Buttigieg. He wasn't qualified to be secretary of transportation. He got the job because he's gay. That's why he got the job. Now, Trump says he's going tomorrow to East Palestine, Ohio, which uh, he will. You know, uh, probably should have gone last week. Taking advantage of the Biden administration. Hapless is the word. Response. They're just hapless. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt. A billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD. 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Okay. Uh, Don Lemon, I, I, I'm tired of this story, and probably be the last time I mention it. But this is interesting. So they're going to let him back on the air at CNN, but first he has to go through indoctrination. Uh, <laughs> it's like China. All right, so they got, they're going to take them somewhere. And the CNN people, I don't know if they're shrinks or, or who they are, are going to talk to Don about being sensitive or, or whatever, woke, politically correct. I don't, I'd love to be in that session. 
So he has to go, all right, through this formal training, they call it, to be more, a more sensitive guy. And then they'll let him on the air. But in the end, he's going to get fired, not because of this Nikki Haley stuff, but because of his low ratings in the morning. I mean, that's what dooms everybody in going back. They want money. If you don't bring in the money and you're a talent on the air, you're gone. George Soros, where have you been, Georgie boy? Where have you been? Well, he's over in Germany at Munich Security Conference. He's invited. Okay? So he's 92. Invited to speak about climate change. Roll the tape. The melting of the Greenland ice sheet affects would increase the level of the oceans by seven meters. Now, ordinarily, I would not run a soundbite like that from an obviously infirm man, but he's so bad. He has done so much damage to this country. So you're watching him dissolve. You see that clip anywhere? Please, if you, ha- if you saw that clip anywhere, let me know. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Bill at BillOReilly.com. I, uh, I didn't watch cable news last night because I was on it. <laughs> so I was working. But if you did see that clip, I'd like to know who ran it. Because remember, if you criticize George Soros, the corporate media calls you anti-Semitic. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Jumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Jumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. They've done that for years, protecting him. Rasmussen Poll, U.S. voters, 900 of them, Democrat 35%, Republican 33%, other 32%, about capitalism, which is a better system, capitalism 67%, socialism 17%, not sure, 16%. Second question, 81% of Republicans prefer capitalism to socialism, That's interesting. So 19% of Republicans like socialism? 51% of Democrats prefer capitalism, but 49% don't. 62% of independents prefer capitalism. Um, 
I, I, you know, who, if you are a Republican, again, Bill at BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com, just tell me why. If you're a Republican and you prefer so, uh, socialism over uh, capitalism, let me know. Smart Life. You got a pen and paper. I always uh, recommend that our viewers and listeners on the radio have a pen and paper at hand during this broadcast because we give you information that will save you money or make you money or whatever. Smart life. So right now, the average rate for a one-year CD in America, the average rate, 1.3%. Nothing. Remember, you're taxed on interest. It's nothing. You're not getting anything for your savings, and some of those checking accounts have interest too. We have found the five highest paying CDs, and we would like to tell you about them. First, the highest paid Capital One, 5%, no minimum deposit, 11-month term. Second, BMO, 5%, 1,000 minimum deposit, one-year term. Third, Citibank. 4.65%, 1,000 minimum, 13-month term. Okay? Four, Marcus by Goldman Sachs, 4.5, 500 minimum, one year. And then synchrony, I don't know what that is, no minimum, one-year term. Bankrate.com is the source. Write that down, bankrate, one word, dot com. So that's a pretty big gap. Okay? And... The market is really dicey. You know, today, uh, you know, anything happens down 2,000 points. So if you want to just ride it out, you got some cash, put it in for a year. Obviously, a year from now, things will be very different in this country. You get at least 5% in these things. You get around 5%. Now, the taxes will take some of that, but it's safe. And remember, this doesn't go just for CDs, but any banking you do has to be insured by the federal government, FDIC insurance. There are a lot of banks that are out there that don't have that. Do not do business with them. Your money has to be insured. Okay, smart life. This day in history... 58 years ago, February 21st, 1965, Malcolm X shot dead by three gunmen in New York City. Fascinating guy, Malcolm X. He was a low-level criminal in Boston, then converted to the Nation of Islam. That's Elijah Muhammad. And if you want to know about them, you read my book, Killing the Legends, because Muhammad Ali did the same thing. And Muhammad Ali and Malcolm X were friends. Malcolm X became even more extreme than Elijah Muhammad, the founder of the Nation of Islam. He was, I hate Whitey, I want Whitey dead, uh, separate nation, we don't want anything to do with Whitey. That was Malcolm X. Then he goes to the Hajj in Mecca, the pilgrimage, and he comes back to the United States, he's totally different, okay? And he says, no, 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 whitey isn't the problem. It's racism on both sides 
And of course, Elijah Muhammad was one of the biggest racists ever. And the Nation of Islam is still there. Farrakhan runs it now, so you know what I'm talking about. Okay. He gets booted out, Malcolm X, of the Nation of Islam, and he forms his own organization. He changes his name to uh, Mujahed Abdul Halim. Okay? I'm sorry, that's wrong. Um, He changes his name. What does he change his name to? Okay. Okay. I, I don't have it, or I do, and I can't find it. Malcolm Shabazz. Thank you. My producer just wised me up. Malcolm Shabazz. Changes his name. Drops the X. Malcolm Shabazz. Okay. Then the black Muslims don't like it. So he gets gunned down, and three of them get arrested for the murder, and they get sentenced to life in prison. Two are exonerated. This is a fascinating story. So two of them... Uh, let go in 2021, the Innocence Project says, hey, two of them were innocent and they were falsely convicted. They're out. One guy, Mohammedan Abdul Halim, admitted he shot Malcolm X dead 58 years ago today, and he was paroled. He's out on parole, this guy. So that is this day in history. Sorry about the name. I should have had that. Uh, I'm going to take a quick break. I'm going to get some mail on the Fox News snafu and a bunch of other stuff. Okay, let's go to the mail. Robert Arrington, Kingsport, Tennessee. Bill, your memo on the election fraud illustrates why I remain a devoted follower of the No Spin News. I subscribed several years ago because I had no faith in any of the network or cable outlets. So after the last election, I rightly placed my trust in you. Therefore, I never fell for the narrative that the election was about to be overturned because proof of fraud was not available. Keep up the good work. So, you know, this is Robert is a person who thinks for himself. All right. And and I applaud that, of course. But most people, unfortunately, believe what they want to believe. And. You've got to always step back, even if you want to believe something like the election was fraudulent. And as we told you yesterday, huge, huge problem with the Mark Zuckerberg donation. All right. In that election, that's never been investigated. That's where it lies. Will it ever be? Maybe if they reelect Trump, if we reelect Trump, maybe he'll assign a special prosecutor. But that is the key to it. Never been anything. Joe Gardner, Sanford, Michigan, I just heard your commentary on election fraud. I agree with most of what you said. However, I want to know why you discount the data presented by Mike Lindell in absolute truth, because that data has never been verified. Who verified it? So if Mike Lindell has data that's true, the next step is presenting that data to the federal courts. He didn't do it. So you can say it's like the Kennedy assassination conspiracies. Oh, yeah, there were three gunmen. Oh, yeah, this happened. But unless you have proof that you can present to court, it doesn't matter. You got to verify. You see? So Lindell spent a lot of time and money investigating, but he never presented it anywhere. To me as a journalist, I, I can't go off on theories. 
Larry and Susie McBride, Mount Vernon, Illinois. Bill, facts or no facts, do you really believe Joe Biden got 80 million votes? Look, if you if you examine the demographics in America, all the large cities, including uh, your you're near St. Louis, I believe, all of them are overwhelmingly Democrats. That's where the people are. So the last election wasn't Biden versus Trump. It was Trump versus Trump. Okay, Biden was just there. They didn't vote for Biden. They voted against Trump. But if you add up all the popular votes in New York City, Chicago, L.A., uh, St. Louis, every single major city, yeah, you can get to 80 million. So it's not preposterous at all based on the demographics. Remember, Trump won in 16. He didn't win the popular vote. Okay, because, again, of the demographics. John. Nikki Haley's comment about mental testing for people over 75 years old wasn't quite as bad as Lemon's comment, but it was almost. Many of us older folks have been victims of age discrimination. Yeah, I know. Age discrimination is terrible. And for those of you who are involved with some of that, elder care is, I think, the fastest growing form of law in a nation. So there are elder care attorneys, and you should know one of them if you're a senior citizen. Howard, I remember not too long ago we all knew the results of an election by the evening. Now we have to wait for days, plenty of time for dishonest manipulation. Sure, absolutely. The more, the looser the standards are to vote, the more corruption there will be. There's no doubt about it. Joel Margulies, Atlanta, Georgia. Bill been a premium member since day one, just renewed and ordered killing the witches looking forward to it. Do you think Donald Trump will be invited to the Capitol for Jimmy Carter's funeral? That's an excellent question. I don't think Donald Trump will go. Will he be invited as a former president? He should be. I will say yes. But I don't think he'll go. Joel, that was an excellent question. Nancy LaFrance, Atlanta, Michigan. All right. Hey, Bill, just read Killing the Legends. Couldn't put it down. So much information I didn't know. I, the three you write about were so talented, yet they destroyed themselves. So sad. Sure. And now, you know, we're bleeding over with Elvis Presley, John Lennon, and uh, Muhammad Ali into contemporary things. So Killing the Legends still a... You know, a good buy if you haven't read it, you'll like it. Uh, Robin uh, Boucher, Huntersville, North Carolina. Quick question, is Alejandro Mayorkas a naturalized citizen? Yes, he is. He came in 1959 to this country with his parents from Cuba when Castro took over. The Cuban refugees, that wave, all were allowed to become naturalized citizens quickly. Okay? And uh, there he was. Now, instead of writing to me, and this is a tip, I'm, I'm glad you uh, wrote to me, Robin, but if you just Google the name Alejandro Mayorkas and go to Wikipedia, all of that information is right before your eyes. So sometimes I can't answer letters because we get thousands of them. But if you want to know about somebody, you put the name in and shh, boom, it all comes. 
Nobu Fanabashi, Tokyo, Japan. I watch your news every day, O'Reilly, in Japan. I learn a lot. The day in history yesterday, your comment, if Hitler didn't have the money, he couldn't have taken over the German government, really got me. Such invaluable information, which you can only get on the no-spin news. True. You know, that people, look, you know, people don't know really what happened in many cases. You know, I'm writing Killing the Witches now and um, the horror of Salem, Massachusetts. So the first half of the book is the witches and what happened and, and all of that. And, and believe me, when I tell you, you, you don't know any of this. And we start with the Mayflower. We start with the people coming over in a Mayflower. But the second half of the book segues into the Constitution and the religious aspect of it, which is fascinating. And the brawl in Philadelphia between the theocrats, the Puritans, which uh, they call themselves Calvinists, and Franklin, Madison, and Jefferson, okay, who didn't want, and I mean, it's, it's a brawl. Nobody knows that. So, you know, our books and what we do here in the No Spin News, we want to illuminate. <laughs> Word of the day, illuminate. Sean Reeves, San Luis Obispo, California, shocked to hear the list of companies that helped Hitler take over the German government. I'd heard before Mercedes involved, but nothing, not directly. This is definitely kept very quiet. You bet it is. These people were villains, terrible, terrible villains. And they got away with it. All these big industrials, because they marched in, they said, oh, they forced us to do it. Oh, we had to do it. No, you didn't. You could have easily defected. Anybody with money could have gotten out of Germany. In 1933, easy to get out of Germany if you had money, and they all did. They knew. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day, and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before, and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Boy, driving you crazy. Uh, Lisa. I became a concierge member from the beginning, and NOAA has been a valuable investment. Concierge membership will save you a lot of money, and if you have a problem, you can come to me confidentially. No one will ever know. Tell me what the problem is, and we will help you solve it. So that is the value of concierge membership. Plus, you get huge discounts on... Team Normal gear. Yay. Team Normal gear. I told Cuomo last night on News Nation, I, I'm going to send him a pack of Team but he won't wear it. He doesn't want to be Team Crazy. That's the other team. But the Team Normal stuff, um, 
That's the bumper sticker. I got the mug in my hand here, okay? And then we got them in red, white, and blue. Shirts, hats, everything. They're here soon. Please pre-order. And then when they come in, we'll bill you. We won't bill you on the pre. Okay, so you don't have to put out any money until we ship it to you. And then if you change your mind, it's fine. We won't be mad. Team normal. Word of the day. Do not be bovine. B-O-V-I-N-E. Raise your hand if you know what bovine means. <laughs> Nobody knows. It's a great word. It's so many words that no never used. Far out is used. All right. Awesome. Cool. But not bovine. Back with the final thought in a moment. All right. Here is the final thought of the day. One of the most wicked cities in the United States. This is calling to Wallet Hub. Put them on up there. And for you on the radio, I'll read them. The most sinful states, I'm sorry, states, not cities. Nevada, well, we all know. California, Louisiana, that's New Orleans. Florida and Pennsylvania, the most sinful. Wow. Least sinful. Wyoming, great outdoors. Idaho, same thing. New Hampshire, same thing. Vermont, same thing. Iowa, same thing. The wholesome outdoor activities, indoor sin, outdoor you're okay. Now, what about sin? So it's never discussed unless you go to church, which few Americans do, or temple, um, or uh, mosque. Sin in polite conversation? No. Not discussed, because if you mention the word sin, you're a zealot, a religious fanatic. Now, there is a portion of the Bible that makes it quite clear that we are all sinners. And that's true. Human beings are fallible. And, they, and they, even Mother Teresa and my mother, who was close to Mother Teresa, they did bad things. Okay, But they tried not to. Hard. But the concept of sin, giving in to evil, is almost obsolete in America. So people don't want to hear about it. And according to the Christian faith, we're not supposed to judge individuals. That's the first stone, cast the first stone. Okay? We're not supposed to judge. So we can't, there goes a sinner right there. No because we don't have the right to do that because we're sinners, see? So the concept of sin is almost gone. And that's a bad thing because right and wrong exist. Evil and good exist. That's why I'm right in killing witches. Under the banner of religion, these witches were executed. Under the banner of sin, demonic possession, it's crazy. But now, the relativism that the progressives embrace, nah. No, no. Whatever you want to do is okay. If you hurt somebody else, it's all right. As long as you want to do it, benefits you, go ahead. No sin anymore. Isn't that interesting? And it's true. I don't remember the last time I ever even heard the word uttered in conversation. Thank you for watching and listening to the No Spin News. We'll see you tomorrow.
Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt. A billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you.